Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. I'd like to introduce my guest if he's on the line. Nicholas Lorimer is a colleague of mine. He has been on before. He writes for the uh, for the RR for the Daily Friend, but his main function is to host the Daily Friend podcast, which uh, takes place every day from Monday to Thursday. And it's 30 minutes long, and we basically do a wrap of what's in the news and uh, et cetera, et cetera. And it's revealing, it's infuriating, and it's often very funny, so I can highly, highly recommend it. Um, that's daily, So you, you can find the link on our website, dailyfriend.co.za. Nicholas, do I have you? I think you do. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning, good morning. Um, Nicholas, I haven't as yet mentioned why I've called you onto the program today, and that is that you are something of a, a boff on government, local government elections and having once been a councillor yourself and scarred forever by the experience, I thought I would invite you on to really provide a compact analysis of what these elections mean to us. And perhaps I could start by asking about what to me were the sort of two major takeaways that should be of greatest concern to the ANC for the first time in its governance of the country. The first was that nationally... It's, uh, it's the vote, the votes for the ANC tallied to 46%. In other words, they fell below the 50% plus one threshold needed to be the majority party in, uh, in, in most, if not all of the, uh, of, of the municipalities. And the second has been that notwithstanding the fact that it may be the largest party in a municipality, if it has, doesn't have a majority, it has not necessarily been able to form coalitions. And it has seen mayoralties and other positions go to, particularly to the DA, but not only to the DA, to other parties as well. And th- so this must have been almost like a, like a second shock to the ANC to just see how vulnerable they actually are. Your comment on that? Yeah, I think that's exactly right. What we are now living in is a very different political world to the one we were living in uh, before the, the November election. Uh, the ANC has demonstrated that, or, or the ANC has been revealed to be much weaker, I think, than many people thought. And it's gone from this sort of behemoth, uh, which no political thought can be outside of in South African politics, to being something that needs to basically beg other parties to form coalitions with it. And I think this is a big problem for the ANC because they're just simply not used to doing this. They're used mm-hmm. to being the biggest voice in the room and having to be taken the most seriously by everyone. And now they're in a difficult position because, of course, uh, they have to make coalition agreements. And that means giving up things, giving up access mm-hmm. to patronage, giving up access to jobs, giving up control of the policy agenda. Um, and they, I, I think they're probably going to have to try woo the EFF, and I think the EFF is probably ready to be wooed, Mm -hmm. but they're going to have to go with their cap in hand. They won't be able to just muscle in like uh, they've done through a lot of their history over the last two decades. Um, One of of the things that's that's been fairly surprising is I I, I would agree that they they would have to team up with the EFF, particularly as, as the as the official opposition in the Democratic Alliance said from the outset that it would have nothing to do with the EFF and would not form any alliances with the with the ANC. And the surprising thing is that the the DA mayors have been um, approved of by parties 
by parties who are not yet in formal coalition, but that have to have, to have included the, the EFF. So, uh, is this a sort of power power show by the EFF to the ANC to say, you know, if you don't get us on board, this is what we can do to you? I think that's most likely. Um, to, to be fair, Julius Malema has said that the main goal now of the EFF is to weaken the ANC and destroy it. But uh, Malema changes his, his mind on these things every five minutes, so I wouldn't take that too seriously. I do think that the ultimate goal of the EFF here was to demonstrate to the ANC that they are no longer the force that they used to be. They are no longer the powerful hegemonic block that they used to be. And so that's why they decided to uh, help elect opposition mayors, particularly DA mayors across the country, because they said, what better way to hurt the ANC and show that we mean business uh, than by doing this? And the EFF has given the ANC a whole list of demands for what it wants to be in coalition, for what it would take to get it into coalition. And uh, these include things from uh, uh, agreeing with their version of expropriation without compensation, particularly the custodial takings of all land, not just some land, and uh, other things that are symbolic but sure to get people riled up, like removing de-stem from the national anthem. Um, and the ANC said no to those, and that's presumably why the EFF has decided to play hardball. Uh, you have to, you have to sort of admire the EFF. You can't be entirely sure whether they're serious. Um, or just mind changes, um, but those are quite uh, interesting demands, given that this is a municipal election. Um, but that's the EFF as we as we know and love them. Um, what I wanted to ask was, with with regard to the the, the sort of the the going into coalition and relying on on other um, on other parties for for running a, a municipality. Just from the point of that side of it, um, Helen Ziller was very ex- expressed a, a very strong word of caution about how difficult it would be to run some of these municipalities because essentially you've got uh, parties who would be fairly fickle and would always be look may always be looking to find an, an alternative option to wield their power. Could you add to that if, if, if I've understood her correctly? Yeah, so I think the DA is in a really difficult position now in terms of uh, governance. Uh, a lot of South Africa's metros and municipalities in general are just in a very poor state. It's extremely difficult to run them. I know from my brief stint as a councillor that it uh, the, the things that it's going to take to fix the Johannesburg Municipal uh, Services Municipality require a lot of work, a lot of overhaul, a lot of restructuring, and I'm not sure that a party that doesn't have a stable coalition can do that uh, in five years, let alone in the in the sort of shaky condition that the DA finds itself in uh, these municipalities where it's essentially running a minority government. Mm. It doesn't have um, support here. So the DA is in a difficult position because it needs to somehow come out of this without looking like it's messed everything up. Um, and mm-hmm. at the same time, they don't have a lot of power to change things. Uh, they do have the mayoralty, which does count for quite a lot. But at any time, they could lose it. Mm. And so if I was them, <laughs> uh, and I don't think they're going to take my advice, but if I was them, I would try and get out of government as soon as possible by finding a point of principle, um, something that really needs to be done in order to fix the metros, uh, but that the EFF won't allow to pass and kind of die on that hill and say, mm. you know, this is 
this is something we want, and if you don't agree to it, then we're getting out of government. So, in other words, rather be rather be in opposition than essentially take responsibility for the ANC's previous mistakes, which you can't really rectify. Right. You, because until you have a stable coalition, you actually can't fix the problems, as mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned. Uh, they they are they run very deep, and they're very serious, mm-hmm. and it's going to need a lot of focus and a lot of um, stability in order to to turn that around. Mm. Um, and can I ask the how the relationship between the the, um, the 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 mayoralty and and speaker and the whip how that deals with a essentially a civil service that is not just it's not it's not independent it's not a professional civil service it is a product of the ANC with all that that implies with regard to corruption. Tenderpreneurship, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Right. If you've had a uh, administration run by one party for sort of twenty years, regardless of of professed commitments to an independent professional civil service, particularly with a party like the ANC, which believes in catered deployment, you're going to see uh, a political bent in the in the administration, the non-political administration staff of, of the municipalities, and. Honestly, mayors and MMCs and all these people are very uh, reliant on on those people to to be able to tell what's going on, to be able to implement policy, to be able to see what's actually on the table. And the, this is another reason why the DA is in a difficult position because they don't have free reign to sort of remove uh, uh, people they don't like and replace them with people they do like or who are on board with their agenda. And so they run the danger of what they did in 2016, which is basically being held hostage by um, officials who have their own agenda, have their own objectives, and aren't particularly interested in ensuring that the DA gets to achieve its objectives in government. Mm-hmm. So I think I think that's uh, another reason to to think that these governments won't be particularly successful in rolling out services mm-hmm. uh, to to. This, this, the citizens of the municipalities. So was John Stenhazen right when he appealed to voters not to vote for the rats and mice parties, the small parties, because it excessively splits the vote? I guess it depends on your point of view. I, obviously, the DA has definitely found some things that it can point to as evidence and say, yeah, this is this is true. When it comes to the PR vote, though, ultimately, it doesn't really split the vote in the same way. The big issue, I think, is where you have these small parties going into coalition with the ANC, which is uh, something some of them promise not to do and then do when they go into coalition. So Mm. I know that um, uh, the the DA is probably going to really point emphasize this when it comes to the Patriotic Alliance, uh, which runs as an opposition party but has gone into coalition with the ANC um, Mm. and propped it up in a bunch of municipalities around the country. I'd like to look at some of the specific uh, municipalities and perhaps look at the the one that perhaps has the most uh, chance of success, and that is Chwane. What happened in Chwane to put the DA into a relatively strong position in terms of getting things done? So there, the ANC-EFF block, which has a very different governing philosophy to, to the DA and some of the other parties, um, fell below 50%. Mm-hmm. So the DA there is in a position to form a government without the EFF or the ANC. The DA yeah. plus Action SA plus the Freedom Front plus 
as well as one or two of these other liberal parties like uh, COPE or the African, uh, African Christian Democratic Party can form a much more stable, solid block. And those parties tend to agree a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually have – they don't have mutually exclusive agendas like the DA and the EFF. Mm. And so I think that there's a possibility there that they can form the kind of stable government that I was talking about where – uh, you can say, look, um, we mostly agree on things, and so we're going to just stick together and try and do the real, you know, uh, root level reforms mm. uh, that are required to to turn the city of Tuana around. So, if they play it right, if all the coalition partners get on board, uh, uh, then I think that the DA, Action SA, Freedom Front Plus, ACDP, and COPE will be able to really make a difference in Tuana uh, mm. that won't. Uh, be the case in, in, in other municipalities. We'll have to see, though. It's up to them now. Yeah. Um, I mean, my my sort of impression, so much as I have an impression of the uh, recently appointed uh, DA mayor of Tuani, is, is is fairly quiet. He's not. He doesn't appear to be uh, a sort of big, rambunctious personality. He, he appears to be a man who just sort of sit, sits down and tries to get work done. Um, what's your sense of him? Yeah, I don't have a I don't have a very strong sense um, of him. I'm not too familiar with him, but I do I do know that you don't really know whether someone's going to be a good mayor until mm. they're actually in the mayoral seat and mm-hmm. running things, particularly with a stable coalition. It's 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 a it's a unique job, um, and it's one that you can look very good on paper uh, for, and then turn out to not be so great when you yeah. actually get into the seat. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I think he has, he has a good shot of turning things around. I wouldn't, uh, write him off, but I think he also still needs to show that he's, uh, that he can turn around Tane. Okay. And, uh, Joburg was a sort of, uh, a, a, a bit of a, a sort of circus-like affair in the sense of the, the Action SA supporting and then not supporting and then supporting the DA. Uh, it has only, it, it's only in a position to form a minority government, the DA. But, um, was it realistic for, for Herman Mashaba to assume that he'd most likely be the DA mayor? Oh, sorry, not, not the DA mayor, the Joburg mayor. The, the Joburg mayor. <laughs> yeah. I, I think not, uh, <laughs> because, once it became clear that his party wasn't going to be the the, the biggest non-ANC party, mm. um, I think he himself even said that, you know, it would be crazy to have me elected as mayor. And mm. we don't really know what went on there because a lot of the, a lot of the, uh, reporting we've had on the coalition agree, uh, negotiations between the DA and the Action SA are he said, she said sort of mm. stuff. Mm. So Action SA has put itself, I think, in a bit of a strategic bind here. Mm-hmm. It's laid out the case. It didn't go into coalition agreement with the DA in a, in a lot of these places like uh, 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 Joburg because it said that the DA needs to be willing to talk to the EFF because mm. otherwise there won't be a stable coalition. And the DA has refused to do that because it says that we have there's just too much ground between us and the EFF. We can't mm. talk to them. Mm. They have a different agenda to us. And so Action SA at the last minute sort of decides that it's going to back the DA in these municipalities without any kind of prior agreement. And mm. it also made the point that the worst thing a political party can do in South Africa, this is this is what Action SA was saying, is put the ANC in power in a municipality. So strategically, they're now in a difficult position. Uh, Action SA can't remove these DA mayors without taking some fire for... Mm. Uh, for, for, for putting the ANC back in power because that's yeah. the only other party that might get into government. So strategically, they're in a complete corner here. Mm. Um, 
they don't have leverage in a sort of coalition agreement because if they threaten to walk away from the table, which is the ultimate thing that you need to do in a, sure. in a negotiation, uh, the DA can just say, but didn't you say that the worst thing you could do is put the ANC back in power? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think, I think they've, 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 they had a pretty strong hand going into these negotiations and it remains to be seen whether they can recover from the, the difficult strategic position they're in now. Um, perhaps the, the bit of a, the surprise, although again, it's not a, a it's, it's a minority, uh, co- it's a minority coalition scenario, but Ikuruleni, um, that's essentially the East Rand, um, is a big, is a big area, but, and it's been known for some very disruptive ANC, uh, policy, politics, but it has a DA mayor. And, uh, I think most people were sort of, were first aware of Kuruleni when they heard that there was a DA mayor. Um, and a female DA mayor is that. So Joburg and, uh, Kuruleni have female mayors. Again, is, is the vulnerability pretty much the same there as it, as it is in Joburg? Yeah, I think that's very much the case. I mean, the DA got about 28, 29% of the votes in Ekuruleni. And when you, when that's, when that's the position and you don't have a stable government, you just really can't run things because mm. you're, you're, you just don't have enough seats, um, at any time. You know, there's a huge number of parties that have seats in Ekuruleni and, uh, they could form together in new blocks to, to, to cause your agenda some real headaches. Yeah. Um, so I think they also, the, the DA, if they're going to make a win out of this, are going to have to play it very clever. Um, actually, say is also a factor there as well, although they're mm-hmm. much smaller than they are in Joburg. They've got about mm-hmm. six, six and a half percent of the vote there. They also are in a similar position to that which they are in Joburg, which is that they, they're not in a coalition, but at the same time, they can't really ditch the coalition's team to do something else. Yeah. So in, in instance, it, the reality is that in these in these instances, much as the good citizens of of these municipalities may desperately need change and improvement, um, it's going to be slow in some parts and probably not happen at all in others. Yeah, I think the likelihood in at least the big metros, uh, the big contested metros, that there's going to be real change, except for Tswane, where there's a stable government. Um, I, th- I think that's very unlikely. And I think that South Africans should brace themselves for that. We're entering a very chaotic period of, of politics. The ANC is falling apart, uh, slowly mm-hmm. but surely. And that means there are both new opportunities to change the way things are done in the country, but also serious new risks. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be chaotic. It's going to be crazy. And you need to look no further than a place like Durban, where there are I can't remember the exact number. I think it's about 16 or 15. Yeah, something like that. Uh, parties with seats in the municipality. <laughs> and that means that no one can tell what's going to happen <laughs> because, uh, yet at any time you could see any of these governments fall, even in Durban. Um, and that means that, uh, predicting where we're going to be in five years is, I think, a difficult game. Uh, uh much less uh, 2024 where we're going to have the national elections, and I suspect they may produce a very similar result nationally to what we've seen in this local government election. And that's going to mean even more chaos. So yeah. buckle in. Yeah. I mean, Nessa Queenie was like um, the ANC's circus gone wild. Uh, they stormed the chamber, the ANC. I think I suspect when they weren't, when it looked like they were getting the mayoralty, they've ended up with, with the same mayor they had who is 
not uh, well regarded, shall we say, and seemed to be part of the Jacob Zuma faction. And the party that got them over the line, um, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, got the position of speaker, and they are also support, a supporter of Jacob Zuma. I think it was Deputy Zuma. Mayor. It was a Deputy yeah. Mayor. Uh, yeah, okay. it's, well, so, it's a small party that has a little presence in KZN and also in other parts of the country called the ABC, uh, which is, I think, the... Uh, Amabuto Congress or something like that. Uh, I think they're an ANC sort of split away. Yeah. I'm sure there will be many more, many of those uh, come 2024 as the uh, ANC proper uh, disintegrates further and further. Um, and, and just to look at the, the last uh, big municipality and that's Gabecha uh, or Port Elizabeth. Um, that to, as far as I read, it looked very much like old Port Elizabeth politics at play. Um, people withholding their votes, abstaining, disappearing. I'm not quite sure what the situation was. But uh, the possibility of a DA mayor became on one vote an ANC mayor. How does PE work? Does PE work? Yeah, I think that's they're in a slightly different position Um there are also some small parties there that, that uh, in this case, there was a party called the Northern Alliance um, who made a deal with the ANC, and I think they got the speakership there. Uh, they, they're, they're a factor. So, so I think both parties are going to have to try and woo these very small ones if they want to get in. I know that one of the things that seemed to cause a problem there, I know that the, uh, the DA alleged that uh, not all of their councillors they wanted to be there were allowed to be there because the IEC made a mistake. Um, because one of the candidates hadn't resigned his, his, his provincial legislature seat. And as a result, uh, they needed to move the next person on their proportional representation list up. Um, and, uh, that, and that apparently wasn't done according to the GA uh, by the IEC. And as a result, they didn't have their full complement there. So that would have resulted in a tie mm. uh, if he had been there, which I think then would have <laughs> meant that the mayoralship would have been decided by a coin toss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which has happened in a number of municipalities around the country, actually, after this uh, latest one, which is something that's quite crazy. Which suggests that one shouldn't rely too much on politics and politicians. Um, it, it's, uh, it, it may literally be a matter of luck in the, with the capital <laughs> L as to what you get and who you get. Sorry, um, I just want to correct myself from earlier. Yeah. Uh, the ABC is the Ubuntu Bato Congress. Uh, okay. But I'm sure they call themselves the Ubuntu Bato Congress so that they could be at the top of the... Uh, of, yes, of, of the of the ballot, um, and we, we've seen those sorts of uh, shenanigans before. Um, it just I just wanted to look at um, the Midval Infuleni area, where Midval has been one of the DA's successes, and uh, its outgoing mayor, who was very well regarded. Um, I think they got a, the, the DA got a seventy eight percent vote in Midval, and. Inf- Infoleni, which is notorious, it's, it's the neighboring municipality and is notorious for the breakdown in the, the provision of water, the, the destruction of the sewerage works, etc. I mean, for, for, for a number of years it's been going on. Even the, even the, um, army came in at one point for a year to, to try and help, but didn't really have the skills to do so. And by all accounts, the ANC, the difference between the ANC, which was victorious, and the and the DA was 44 votes. Um, it, I, I, I kind of feel sorry for the good citizens of Empoleni, but it, it certainly does indicate that possibly they've seen how the guys next door operate, 
Um, but the ANC has certainly lost its um, losing favour there, even if it is still in a position to run the municipality. That's a story across the whole of Gauteng, is the ANC just dropping by a significant margin. Uh, in 2016, uh, the, the last local government elections, the ANC got around 45% in the province um, uh, overall. Uh, in the in the lo- in the national elections where the ANC tends to do better, they only just managed a majority, uh, and now they're down to sort of thirty six percent of the province, which is just you know a completely Gosh. different world. Absolutely. And um, yeah, I, I I I think I think that uh, Midval has been a bit of a, a thorn in the in the side of the ANC. The story that they want to tell about South Africa, which is that, mm-hmm. look, you know, you may uh, there are there's a lot of data to support the DA governing well in in um, in the Western Cape, but honestly, that doesn't translate to the rest of the country. Yeah. And Midval has been a real pain in that narrative. Um, right. Because it's, it's, it's the best run municipality in Gauteng and it's, uh, and it's, really and it's run by, and run by the opposition. So. And it's next to probably quote the shittest municipality in Gauteng. <laughs> but yes. I, I think there's probably quite a lot of uh, competition in that school. Um, <laughs> sorry, Nick, you were going to say? No, 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 no. <laughs> I think, I think, I think you're, you're probably right then. Um, Nick, uh, thank you very much for coming on and giving us a sort of overall nice, neat sense of, of what's going on and why it's going on and why it may seem a little incomprehensible in part. And, uh, I'm sure we'll bring you on again on this or other subjects in the future. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having me on.